These last couple of days, we've been looking and breaking down our call to love. Wednesday, we heard from John 3:16, in which God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. And we looked at the crucifixion and the beautiful image of how that is love. Yesterday, we looked at how the world is in need of love and that each of us are called to go out into the world bringing that love. And that that love will begin to make an impact and change. And today we begin to continue to deal with that question of love and how is that going to change? Because if we look at the world around us, it's difficult and challenging to say that I'm going to bring a love out into the world where we see hatred, jealousy, envy, people killing each other, people hurting each other, people doing things not for love but for one's own personal gain. So we begin to look at our own lives and who we are and begin to wonder, how can I begin to make a change? How can I begin to make a difference in this world? A couple weeks ago, I was in Chicago on retreat. I was with the Sisters of the Eucharist. And one aspect of the retreat was to help the neighbors. We were living, the retreat center and the sisters were living in a very poor part of Chicago. So poor and so dangerous in the fact that the sisters, first thing when we got there, the sister says, do not leave the building. If you leave the building, make sure you call one of the sisters and we will take you to a different part of the neighborhood if you need to go work out, if you need to run, but do not leave the building. The church was right next door to the retreat center and we would have to be escorted by the sisters to the church where they would stand there to unlock the doors because of how dangerous it was. While I was walking to the church one day, I would see the drug deals occur right on the street corner of the church. But what that day when we were invited to help the sisters in feeding the neighbors, the first neighbor I walked with, we just got talking just to kind of see how he was doing, what he was up to, and how COVID was affecting him. And as we got talking, he shared with me that as he's kind of collecting all these items from the food pantry there, he's kind of collecting them and writing them down because he said to, I asked him and he said, what are you doing with this list? He says, as soon as I go home, I call five other people and share with them what I just received from the sisters so that they also have something to eat, for them to have something. And I kind of looked at him funny and said, I thought this was for you. How are you going to get by without this food? And he looked at me and said, wasn't Jesus' teaching always to give, to share? Not from my, ex not from my surplus, but from what I have. 
and I was like completely at shock and awe. A man who was homeless, a man who didn't have much. He was taking home for himself a grocery cart worth of food. But then to then divide that out for five other people to join him in what he had. And it, had been, it has been stuck with me since then. Because so many times in our lives, especially when it comes to love, we look at ourselves and ask, what kind of love can we offer to this world? How can our love make an impact in such a vast and such a difficult society and world that we live in today? But we can make an impact. The little amount of love we can give will begin to multiply like we hear today in our gospel reading. We hear just how five loaves and two fish can feed the 2,000. Imagine what our little gift of love to God can be and how it can be multiplied and given to others. Because as we give and use that for the glory of God, it's not just expended and gone. But if we look carefully in our gospel reading, they were able to collect extras in that basket. So you feed the 2,000, you feed them, you nourish them, but yet there's still more to give. And yet there is still more to share. It's so natural in our instinct to preserve and to keep what we have. Because we're so afraid of tomorrow. Am I going to have enough? Am I going to be able to make an impact? Am I going to be able to change and make a change in the world? And so therefore it is so much easier for me to hold it for myself, to preserve myself, to love just myself, because I don't know where that love will be coming from tomorrow. I don't know how I'm going to feel like I'm being loved when I'm giving it all, when I'm sacrificing it all, when I'm laying it down for Christ every day, how am I going to be fed? And it's very simple, my brothers and sisters. You give and more will be given to you. When you give, more will be given to you. We begin to wonder, how can we give? What can we give? How we can begin to offer ourselves to others? You know, I harp on this and I talk about it a lot. But a lot of parents and a lot of people here are really unable to go out to do things. Some are homebound, some are very restricted in what they're able to do. But one of the most simple things that you can begin to do to give into love, especially if you're unable to go out or do anything, is we have seminarians and we have our youth ministries. Our youth ministry every weekend is always expending on a lot of food. One way in which you can show your love and make an impact on our children of today and help grow the church is to bake them a warm meal. 
They're looking for a place to be loved, to experience love. And so every Sunday night, they gather in our PCC to just have a family, to just have a place where they can gather together as the young people of faith, to be there to share faith with each other through food, through games, through different types of entertainment. But they're there together to support and help each other and love on each other. That's one way of doing it. Another way, if, it's, if cooking is not something that you can do, one of the most beautiful things I remember as a seminarian was the letters of people that pen pal you would have that would help you throughout the day. Because it was one of the most exciting things to do was to go to your mailbox and the joke among the seminarians was always, did you get any love from anyone today? That love was a letter, was a card from someone at the parish, was someone who were you were thinking of, or someone who's been writing back and forth with you. That was exciting and it was great because it was someone who you knew that was loving on you, that was praying for you, that was supporting you. And some of my favorite cards weren't anything long, but they were just simply from the school kids saying, Seminarian Lynn, I'm praying for you. We said a rosary for you today. I know you're going to be a great priest. As simple as it was, those cards were those things that I kept with me in the darkest moments of seminary training, when it was difficult and challenging to remind myself of God's love, of someone's love for me and how they were showing God's love for me. Those are some simple and basic things, my dear brothers and sisters, that we can do as a community, as faithful, as followers of Christ, in which we display, share, and give our love to Christ and to those around us. Those make impact. Those impact the people we're working with and the people of the faith. So there are ways, my dear brothers and sisters, that we all can love. There are ways we can share Christ's love with those around us. It multiplies and it gives back. The question that we have to begin to look at today, my dear brothers and sisters, is are we going to do it are we going to put it in action today? Now that we know what our mission is, what Christ showed us what to do, how we're supposed to do it, now we need to put it into action, my dear brothers and sisters. But as we put it into action, what actions are we going to take today to share Christ's love to those around us? So as we prepare for the Eucharistic feast, the feast of Christ's love for us. Let us begin to ponder and ask, Christ, what are you wanting me to do? How do you want me to bring your love to this world in a very particular way? Amen.